If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, August 22nd. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Ellie being such a good road trip kiddo. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the vacation that we had last week. I realized, Jeff, because you brought it to my attention, that's the longest vacation I've been on outside of like a faraway trip. Would it, when like I, to the beach, because we stayed longer, like even one night longer than we normally do. What was it? Eight nights. Right. And it felt like a fulfilling full vacation. Well, I, I have some thoughts on that because it's not the longest vacation. It was not the longest, but I have a theory on why you felt that way. Okay. You had no post or not post end of vacation back to work scaries. Oh, okay. That is so, a really good theory. So you, theory. Were, you were able to enjoy every minute of the vacation as opposed to about 48 hours before the vacation ending or even sooner starting to think, oh my gosh, two more nights. Oh my well, gosh, this is our last night. Oh my gosh, tomorrow I got to get, tomorrow I have to set an alarm and go to work. Well, and okay, so that part A, but part B is that the time that I was waking up I think was a huge part of that. Cause I would be like, okay, I'm back to 3.30 AM alarms right. in two days, you know? And I think that was like a huge part of the scaries. It wasn't like I didn't like my job, but getting up that early after sleeping <laughs> for a week, but it felt, it was just, I just have to tell you, we had the best week ever. I would, I, I would actually say that this is a testament to how it is the best week ever. It, it was, it was actually on the shorter side of, Typical vacations. Because normally we try to leave on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And then come back and then we take a Monday off. So normally we do like a Thursday, we take Friday off. This is actually on the shorter side. So the fact that you thought it felt longer, testament to your new career role. Yeah. Um, but we had the greatest week ever. We really did. We soaked in so much family time. We made a point to take, to like leave our phones behind with like every activity that we did. Like if we were at the beach or at the pool, um, Jeff brought like a real camera, like an actual camera. Well, I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. Um, but it was so relaxing. We got so much family time. I think we were both feeling, I cried at one point because I was like, this is the last beach vacation where it's the three of us. Like next time we take Ellie to the beach, there will be a baby with us. So the dynamics going to change. And I was super emotional, but I really felt like we were doing a good job of soaking in every second. And Ellie is just at this cute, sweet age where she likes to talk. But she says the she just says cool stuff and she has neat ideas. And it's really, really awesome to just be intentional about sitting and listening to her um, without life being interrupted or oh, we gotta go somewhere. Oh, we gotta do, you know. I asked Callie what her favorite part of the trip was and what was your answer? My favorite part of the trip was every night. We would sit outside, excuse me, on our balcony. I'm getting back in the beachy vibes. I'm like yawning. Um, we sat outside to watch the stars because Jeff and I love to stargaze and see how many stars we see at the beach. Because when you live in a big city, you really don't, you get some stars, 
but you don't get like middle of nowhere stars. Right. It's different. And we would sit on our balcony every night and look at the stars and Ellie would ask which ones are airplanes and she would ask questions about the day and just talk. And she would curl up in my lap and we would just talk and Jeff was there. And we, it was so sweet. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely the perfect vacation. I think my only issue is I wanted it to be a zero phone vacation and I did bring two cameras. I brought my, right before Ellie was born, I bought a nice camera and I learned how to, I watched YouTube videos to learn how to use it. And it was, I mean, nice. It wasn't a thousand dollar camera, but it was a couple hundred bucks. And I wanted to take really good pictures. I've probably taken less than a hundred pictures on that camera. And in the same drawer where it lives, there's another little Canon photo shot. Like the one that we all had. Right. Yeah. And that one, I remember taking really good pictures and it's easy. It's just point and shoot Mm -hmm. and it's pretty old. So I, I, I threw that one in my bag too. Cause I thought, well, that if that goes to the beach and it gets sand on it or water, not a big deal. It, I'm not going to be heartbroken, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, but that would be a good one too. And I brought both of those, the bigger one and the new one, never even turned it on. The smaller one, I used it for day one and day two, I think the old one. And then I just went back to the, to the iPhone. Cause it's so good. It's so convenient. It takes such good pictures. It's, I know how to use it. Mm-hmm. It's small. There's no. You did turn it on airplane mode though. It was on airplane mode a couple of times, but I really wanted it to be a no, a couple before vacation, um, maybe a week or two before vacation. Ellie and I were in her room and I just had my phone in my hand mm-hmm. and she looked down and saw it and said, no phones in here, daddy oh. and took it or no phone or that's not that. Don't put that in here or something like that and took it and set it down in her bathroom. And and at that point I realized I was like, okay, she, she, we know she's a little sponge. Mm-hmm. So she's obviously knows that that's a distraction to her and I hanging out from time to time. And she wanted some, some one-on-one time. So I, that was kind of what spurred it. But it's it's impossible to not have it. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible. It's difficult to not have it. Right. You know, just for other silly stuff where our uh, the condo we rented had a digital lock. You know, you had to type in a code. Mm-hmm. And for the first couple of days before I had the code memorized, I didn't want to not have. So I texted at one point I texted it to Callie. I didn't want to not have access to my phone in case I forgot the code. Yeah. What was your favorite part of vacation? Overall was watching Ellie become more brave throughout the week because she was exposed to a whole bunch of stuff that she's not normally exposed to. We were in, we, we, we rented a condo. And it was in a seven-story building. We were on the fifth floor. And the elevator was just slow and creaky. She did not, when we got there, every time the elevator would start to move, she would say, pick me up, daddy. Mm -hmm. Pick me up, mama. Hold me. Hold me, mama. And by the end of the week, she wasn't, I mean, she would hit the button, run on the elevator, hit our floor number, and then dance. 
mm-hmm. while it was going up. That was number one. Uh, number, it, I mean, that was one example. There was another time we were in the, right at the beginning of the week, the first day we went into the ocean, she said, she declared, she goes, I do not like big waves, daddy. And by big, she meant the ones with the white, you know, the mm-hmm. rollover, whatever. That was on day one. On day seven or whatever, the la- our last day, our last full day there, she was sitting in a foot of water, staring at the waves, waiting for them to roll in and smack. It was pretty rough. To knock her down. To, to smack her in the face and knock her over where she would get up laughing. Yeah. I mean, just watch it. But it, that was a slow progression of, I don't like... She didn't even want me to set her down in the ocean on day one. So her courage, I think, overall. And then I think, oh, and then also her talking to people. Yeah. She usually, if people ask her questions, she's pretty shy or she has been up until this point. And a couple of times people, you know, a lady was like, how old are you? And she's like, two and a half. And she- I was really proud of her for getting the one half in there. Yeah. She got the half in there. And then there was another woman. She had a- you know, a woman asked her if she liked Mickey Mouse and she's like, Mm-mm, or Minnie Mouse. And she's like, I like Daisy better. Yeah. And it was just really cool. Yeah. yeah. She's definitely growing up. And so that, that was the courage thing. And I think for the, for the moment, I don't know, every one of them, every moment, I think. Right. It was the best. It just was the best. I have a feeling we're going to remember that vacation for a really long time. And yeah. I think I'm definitely going to, I'm going to be try to be better about my phone when we're at home. It's hard because I feel like there's always something that needs to be done when we're at home. But definitely when we're in moments with Ellie, like yesterday we went to her meet the teacher day and I didn't take my phone in there and just watch her. It's amazing how much more you take in when there's not a distraction there. Like all I even, took in with my key was my keys. Even when the distraction is, oh, I just have my phone to take pictures. Right. It's still a distraction and you're not noticing as many little things. And I watched her her eyes kind of look around the classroom and look at the other kids. And then she started looking at the new toys. And then you could gradually see like her eyes light up a little bit when she realized, oh my gosh, there's new toys in my new classroom. I have access to all of this. And it was just so cool. And I'm so grateful for her. I'm feeling super sappy this week and just incredibly emotional, but it was an unbelievable week. And um, we took yesterday off because we were really soaking in the last of vacation. And I would like to give myself a little pat on the back because usually we get home and Jeff likes likes things, you know, it to have a place and to be in their place so things get back to normal and the routine feels normal and calm. People think I'm so weird, but if I'm in a hotel room for more than 48 hours, the minute I get in the hotel... I completely unpack. Yes, completely. Suitcase, completely empty. Toiletry bag, empty. Things in the drawers, things on the shelves. And then coming home, I reverse it, but usually even faster. Yeah, and he was like in go mode. And we had a lot of stuff, right? We had the trunk full of stuff. We had beach toys. We had, 
you know, my pregnancy pillow, I was probably like more high maintenance than Ellie on this trip with just stuff I had to bring. And I was really proud of myself because Jeff unloaded the car and then I did not stop until everything was put away. And I think that's the first time ever in my life, literally in my life that I've done that. Like I will live out of a suitcase. And then when I get home, I'll live out of the suitcase for like another two weeks and I'm usually fine with it. But I have to say it was really cool and slightly weird getting up to wash my face yesterday and all my stuff was where it should be. Like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Did it feel good enough that you'll do it again? Um, it did. It did. Um, Normally you won't have to. I just think because our Saturday was so action packed. Um, I mean, we, we got up on Saturday morning and hit the ground running to at the when at the beach. So we went out to breakfast. We went to it first we tried to get bagels. They were it's the, the we went to the what was quote the best bagel shop in the area. The only bagel shop. The only and and Callie saw that one of the flavored bagels, what was it, the blueberry one or whatever, mm-hmm. was just the Thomas's Blueberry flavored. I was so upset. She saw the bag. I saw the bag. They didn't even try to hide it. They're, they they just, didn't try to hide it. It was like in the front case. And I went in the car. I'm like, Jeff, because we're spoiled. We have a bagel place that's five minutes down the road. It's so good. And the bagels it, are homemade. Is and, it Bagel Boys or Bagel Bros? It's Bagel Boys, right? I thought it was, ba- yeah, it's Bagel Boys. I don't know why I always think it's Bagel Bros. But they have a couple of locations. We go to the one near uh, the Costco at Perimeter. And it's right on the Dunwoody bagels are great. Springs line. If you go there at seven in the morning, the bagels sometimes are too hot to touch. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, so we were talking about what are the bagel thing? Oh, we hit the ground running on Saturday. We got the bagels. They were bad. And the and Callie needed a coffee because I walked next door and got a coffee when I got up early, but you needed. So then we said, well, let's just go to this coffee place and get a bagel there. But then the menu looks so good. We, actually, we wound up getting food there. We ended up, we got food there. And then we walked around the corner and there was a bakery. So we got Ellie, we got cookies for later. Then we went to look for a train because there's train tracks all over and Ellie really wanted to see a train. Then we, what do we do after that? Well, we got back. We immediately went to the pool. The pool. Then we ate lunch. And then the second nap time it was over, we were on the beach. And we even canceled our, our dinner plans. We were going to do like a last night, go to a seafood dinner because I love hush puppies. More on that in a minute. But um, we bailed because we were having so much fun on the beach. We didn't leave. We just ordered takeout because it it was just, we, we soaked in every minute of the day. And that was like the best when you get to the beach or when you start your day early and then you end it really late because you're just having the best day. Um, <laughs> we went to one quote unquote seafood, like dive seafood place while we were there. And I love Hush Puppies. That is like my reason for going to the beach. Like I, if we are going to be near somewhere that has water, I'm going to be eating seafood and I'm going to have hus- Hush Puppies because it brings me joy. It is a childhood staple of mine from beach trips. I love it. So we go to this place and it's called the Salty Pelican, right? So Of you, course it has hush puppies. Why would we even I, And I that? said to Jeff, I'm like, do they have hush puppies? And he looks at me dead in the eye and he's like, it's called the Salty Pelican and it's on the beach. If they don't have hush puppies, they don't deserve to be a restaurant. <laughs> I forgot. I did say Confidently that. he said that. And I was like, okay, sweet. So we went, no hush no puppies. Hush. I was so upset. So the last night Jeff made a big deal about us going somewhere 
that had hush puppies so I could get my craving, but we were just having too much fun um, and enjoying each other. So we decided to live in the moment a little bit and it was... It was just awesome. I I, I want to give a shout out, if I will, if I may. I think the- To everyone except for the salt, salty pelican who doesn't have hush puppies. In their defense, and their fish and the chips- The bagel place. The bagel place, yeah. The fish and chips at the salty pelican. Callie didn't care for it. I thought it was outstanding. And I got a cheeseburger because of the way they wrote- They cut, It was called The Burger, and the word the was in quotes- it could have been one of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had. I, to keep a little notepad of places to go, because I always say, and I'm sure everyone else is like this, where you think you're going to remember yeah. your favorite restaurant or what you liked about it or which one was dirty and which one was great. And you never do. And so I started writing it down in like a notepad on my um, phones, especially since we go to the same beach every year. And I just wrote for Salty Pelican. I wrote, doesn't have hush puppies. And then I did the middle finger emoji. Well, write down good cheeseburger and good fish and chips. And also write down, I have a newfound appreciation for restaurants or any establishment that has a full door restroom option for a little toilet training, potty training Ellie. Mm -hmm. And they had a great... I, I was able to take Ellie into the restroom because their stalls completely closed, top to bottom door. There was no. And if you haven't potty trained a tiny human, the fear is like the thing that can get weird is one, they get comfortable going on a teeny tiny potty. So you got to take the teeny tiny potty with you everywhere we go. So we were toting around this tote bag with a tiny potty in it. And if you don't get, I think it's, for me, it's well, weirder in men's restrooms. If you don't get a bathroom that has floor to ceiling, Closing, you can see the little kid Why half naked peeing under the thing. I got to be honest. I, my concern is her crawling underneath, is her wanting to look under there and putting her hands on the floor. We happen to hit the racetrack lottery because every single one we happened to go to, it had just done being done, like being cleaned. I swear they clean it every five minutes. So, oh, so good. The uh, we also forgot to mention we saw T-Bird. If you were in the Facebook group, you saw oh, that. Yeah. It was really random. We didn't plan it like two days before. We stopped in Savannah on our way um, to the beach to get my sandwich and also stay the night. And um, T-Bird was like, wait, you guys are going to Savannah? I'm going to be there the same day. And we literally, we were going to coordinate, had left our phones at the hotel and literally ran into T-Bird on the street. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> we probably, she was there with a friend of hers and we probably would have gone to dinner or bar hopping or something with her. Uh, well, bar hopping as late as Ellie can until, you know, eight. But it was so hot that we ran into her. We talked for five minutes and then we both split up to go find air conditioning. Air conditioning. I mean, it was oppressively couldn't, it was crazy. I've never felt outdoor heat like that. I haven't either. And I live, I've lived in the house in the South my whole life. So that, that I feel like says a lot. We went to meet the teacher yesterday for Ellie's school. She starts school. Her first day is officially today. And, um, she got to move up in her class, which are with her class, I should say, which is really exciting. And we love the kids in her class. She's a big fan of them. It was so cute seeing the kids. First of all, two-year-olds, even if they had a whole year together last year, they don't really hug 
They no. like stare at each other. They know who each other are. Right. Ellie's been talking about these kids for weeks. Yeah. She loves them. She pulls out her yearbook to show us pictures of them. Yeah. And then we get to school and they're all in the same room. They just look at each other. And they just stare off to the side. They just stand off to the side and stare at each other. Hello, stranger friends. Not even a high five. Not nothing. Even, not even a wave. Nothing. They got nothing. And all of them do it. It's so cute. But I think her teacher is really adorable. Everyone, um, the thing that I loved and thought was a sign of a great teacher is that other kids who had already graduated from that class were coming back to give the teacher a hug and the parents were saying hi. And I think that's really cool. So I'm excited for her year. I saw all the little like new school supplies and all the things that I loved doing when I was in school, like how they always do the month, the date, yep. the weather, you know. Um, all of the colored pencils were sharpened. All of the crayons were unbroken. It was all, just gorgeous. All of the... Puzzle pieces were in the appropriate box with the appropriate puzzle. It'll last one day. Oh, five seconds. That will last. These kids get one minute in there and they're it's going to be like total disaster zone. But I think that her school uh, makes them clean up after themselves, which I appreciate. Uh, all right. Here. Oh, actually, here's one other thing that I could use Upside Community help with because I asked her teacher and got re no real solid direction. But she gets, she only goes until, she goes from what, 8.30 to 2 in the afternoon? Yeah, she goes, yeah, 8.30 to 2. And Jeff is the snack and lunch packer. And you're supposed to pack them a snack and a lunch. And when she was only doing snacks, I would pack her a two-tiered snack. So it would be some animal crackers and some apple wedges, right? That would be the snack. Or it would be, she really likes um, those little carrots, you know, baby carrots. Mm -hmm. So it would be some baby carrots and pineapple you know, or no, no, you wouldn't go to, to you wouldn't go oh, to vegetable. Okay. Yeah. Mix it up. It's oh. almost like savory sweet. It's almost like, got it. I did not know there was a system for this. It's almost, you know, of the earth of the oven. Oh, okay. Right. So it might be a couple <laughs> of, of graham crackers and some carrot, some baby carrots. Okay. That would be right. Got it. From the, the earth, from the oven. Got it. And then when then I just continued with that pairing when she started going full-time, well, to full-time till 2, 15 or however late it is, when she would get a snack and a lunch. But then I started to wonder, am I giving her, I mean, is it just too much food, mm -hmm. you know? So I asked her teacher and her teacher had no... The teacher was basically like, every kid's different. Yeah. Everybody brings different stuff. But Jeff needs to know... From anybody that packs their kids snack, what are you packing for snacks and how much are you packing if they're also eating a lunch? Like Jeff, I feel like you don't feel and secure I, in this. And I feel really limited in my lunch snack repertoire, repertoire, repertoire. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, I think most schools are, it's nut free. So, you know, peanut butter and jelly are out. But what, where, what else can I feel? I just feel I'm in a, Animal cracker. Are we in a rut? Rut. We're I in a two-year-old like, snack rut. Yeah. So I just need to mix it up a little bit. So if you have ideas, please let us know or call us 800-434-5454. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, the feeling uh, that you have when you first wake up where you feel kind of foggy and out of it, it actually has a name. It's called sleep inertia. It's totally normal to feel that. And the fastest way to get out of sleep inertia is to expose your face to natural sunlight. 
obviously go outside if you can, but if you can't just make like a cat, make like a cat and find where the sun's coming into your house <laughs> and put your face in front of that for a few minutes. And that will snap you out of it. That would um, be really funny waking up in the morning. Cause you wake up first and just turning over to seeing you sitting by the window, getting sun. On um, you can also use uh, exercise, listening to your favorite upbeat music, drinking a cup of coffee. All of those things will trigger the things in your brain to get out of sleep inertia. And yes, it's true. Uh, gray mornings make it harder for you to get out of that state, which is mm. why you kind of feel yucky on yuckier days. Your second random thing for today is that nearly half of Americans, Cali Dollar included, avoid stores that don't have a drive-thru. I think the game has just changed in the past few years. I think the ex- The drive-thru game? Drive-thru, curbside pickup, mm-hmm. all of it. I just think it's the new normal. And uh, I, I just- I think it's going to, it'll come back around eventually, but I think we'll be telling stories to the next generation along the lines of back in my day, we used to just go in Target and walk around. Right. It says that the typical person visit American visits a uh, drive through three or four times a week for coffee or fast food. Um, I do Target at least once a week. I love grocery pickup. That's really nice. And then I would love it. I always get jealous. I think they have these where you're from, Jeff, where you it's like the drive-through convenience stores where you just drive in. I know they have them in like Michigan and stuff like that. You can order drinks. You can order beer. You can order snacks. You can order, you know, whatever you want. Do they have those in New York? I don't think so. Um, but it's so cool. I think they have them in Ohio too. You just literally drive through the gas station and somebody's like, yeah, what do you want? And then you never leave your car. When road trip bathroom break aside, can you remember the last time you were in a fast food restaurant? Oh my gosh. That's a great question. Um, I, I literally can't. Yeah. Cause why would we? Right. All right. And your final random final random thing for today is a study uh, analyzing church records going back hundreds of years found that having sons shortened the lifespan of the mother by about 34 weeks per son. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's about nine months. So uh, daughters actually helped prolong mother's lives, but sons, researchers suggest— make a greater physical demand on the mother's body in the first few years of their life, just because they're little boys, they're little mm-hmm. crazies, uh, than typically, uh, than daughters typically do. And this may actually be, lead to a shorter life for the mother. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you.